Hello and welcome back to Brain Dump. Um, so this week's episode, the guest is technically me, as uh, my friend Steve uh, interviews me this time round. Uh, I actually met Steve through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, and we've been mates ever since. And we've been sort of experimenting uh, with our different podcasts because he has one himself, or he's in the process of setting one up. And so we've been sort of discussing and learning from each other. Uh, and we have a lot in common. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so this episode very much was Steve sort of talking to me about my antidepressants, my trip to Amsterdam, and it kind of unfolded in a quite a nice way. So I thought I'd include this episode. There's definitely going to be a lot more to come from Steve. Uh, we've got a lot more things planned down the line. So look forward to that. I'd also like to say I don't promote the use of illegal drugs and I think you should talk to your doctor about these sort of things but this is just how something's unfolded in my life so uh, without further ado here's this week's episode hello and welcome you're listening to this is a podcast where we talk about life from the meaningful to the So, um, I guess the, the question that I'm asking myself is, what prompted you um, to consider different types of um, medicine than the sort of traditional NHS antidepressant route? What 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 was it that kind of opened you up to looking at alternatives? So, uh, well. I did a lot of research online and I was I was kind of feeling like I was in this on on my my search line and I was like I feel numb I feel very in a kind of void and I wanted to know if other people would have been feeling the same things and what they'd done and and there were a lot of people like in on chat forums and things saying yeah they felt the same thing and then I started looking at alter- like looking into alternative therapies like meditation and you know other other drugs and things and counseling and stuff and I tried I tried a lot of this before uh, and I actually found things like meditation didn't seem to work when I was on searchline I I couldn't connect with myself it was very strange like I sort of just didn't feel anything like I just didn't I was it's very strange. It just didn't feel like meditation had any impact on me when I was on my antidepressants. Yes. And then I started looking at um, cannabis and it was like exploding because of all the different legalizations across the states. Um, and there's this one guy on uh, um, Twitter. I can't remember his name. It's Mike something. But he's um, he's basically a uh neurobiologist and looking at the effects of cannabis on uh uses as medicine and uh and it's very hit and miss whether cannabis was actually useful for mental health problems because a lot of the time people say it actually exacerbates mental health problems and uh and i was like super teetotal and super like didn't drink didn't do any drugs like barely took paracetamol um but then there was some research talking about how depression is linked to a lot of inflammatory symptoms in the brain. Uh, looking at, I think it's CPK receptors in the brain, where the the brain basically swells under stress, and they think this is causing a lot of depression-like symptoms. And the anti-inflammatory effects of cannabis can help reduce this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well. I'm taking two pills of of antidepressants every day mm-hmm. and I have been for like three years mm-hmm. and I've only been going at higher and higher doses. It, it might be worth trying uh, some cannabis, but mm-hmm. I was like, anything's worth trying. And so, yeah, I sort of just obviously, you know, just barely, never really did it before. And Amsterdam, where it's legal, I thought, well, this this might be an opportunity to to actually try cannabis, like in a relaxed setting, where I can actually 
see if it has any kind of positive effect. And then I've come off my antidepressants like three months prior. And I've felt that since coming off my antidepressants, just helped me connect with myself on such a deeper level and feeling so much more content with who I am. Uh, It kind of, without the antidepressants, I feel... As I was saying, I was like on this this plane of sort of like a drone-like thing where I couldn't really feel connected to myself as well. Like I was definitely stable and I definitely needed that stability to be able to work things out in my mm. own head and mm. work out some of the psychological trauma. Mm. But I wanted to surpass that. I needed yes. like this, you know, like a, I felt like, yes, I was a lot better, but I wasn't, yes. you know, perfect. Yes. So it sounds like, you know, from what you're saying, that there's sort of there was a period when the antidepressants that you were taking were a little bit of a lifesaver. You know, mm, they they 100%. really helped stabilize things and so on. But but they were um, you went you were in a state where you went feeling completely yourself. Mm. So they weren't a satisfactory long-term solution. No, 100%. And um, so you were looking for alternatives and, you know, some uh, recreational cannabis was, was, you know, kind of an obvious mm. thing to try from your research that it may be some sort of um, anti-inflammatory f- f- um, f- f- for depression if you kind of... Um, think about as some sort of neural cause for depression um but your kind of search or your uh, in, your inquiry into what would be a long-term solution was still ongoing you were still looking for other options 100 percent, and 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 that's what led you to the amsterdam yeah. trip so yeah yeah so i i was i'm very much like a scientist through and through and i was like oh there's this anti-inflammatory sort of aspect of cannabis and then I started realizing there was very much a therapeutic aspect to it when you're actually high. Like you can work things through in your own head, you think slightly differently, much more open minded. And I, I could expose things about myself in a safe setting. It was, I very much describe it as self therapy, but it was more the background sort of effects afterwards. And I realized I felt just a lot more relaxed in myself a lot calmer just it was and it was like you know I wasn't high at all I was just sort of I don't know I've I've been reading there's a lot like a homeostasis effects of um cannabis where it just helps regulate cortisol and other elements of your of your body um and I didn't know whether maybe that was just a placebo and then I started naturally well if, if this drug that you know, is illegal in the UK, yet has had such a benefit for myself. Mm. I started looking further afield and mm. uh, magic mushrooms were one of these other drugs that, you know, according to a lot of very controversial, very recent research, they were looking at potential uses to treat um, mental, mental illness. And um, obviously magic truffles which are very closely related to magic mushrooms as they're like the uh so the mushrooms are very much the like the fruiting body of the the fungi where the truffles are underground and you know just a different part of the fungi and they're different strains different species but anyway they're very very similar they have the same psilocybin mm. molecule that creates this psychedelic high mm. and they were legal in uh amsterdam mm. And I thought, well, I took a bit of a gamble with cannabis and benefited very, very much from from that. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'd like to see how it goes. Now, I was also, you know, very concerned about people having bad trips and, you know, ca- causing themselves more harm. But I'd also read that there was state and setting was was crucial to that. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go with go with very close friends and well, you know, I'll say this is what I'd like to do and maybe we could try it. And they were very, very much up for it. And so, yeah, I went there. So let's um, fast forward. And so 
you're heading off to Amsterdam with your two close friends. And so what, how, how long were you there? How many days were you there for? Where did you stay? What's the, what's, what's the um, itinerary of a um, alternative searcher in Amsterdam? What, how, how did the, the trip go? E- easy jet out of Bristol? Yeah, uh, I think it was KLM. KLM, so, okay. Uh, from Bristol uh, yeah. straight to, oh, I can't remember what the airport is in Amsterdam. but um, Schiphol. That's the one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, my, I've, one of my, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my other mates, I so I went with one of my mates and mm. my other mate lives out there. And mm. so um, we were going to sleep on her bedroom floor. Mm. Uh, we were out there for four days. Mm. Um, and we've, we very much did the tourist thing, sort of looking at all the different museums, cycling around, uh, trying out the different coffee shops, you know, trying out these different cannabis strains and mm-hmm. seeing how the different highs, you know, resonated with me. Mm-hmm. But we had decided that we wanted to do these magic truffles. And uh, we decided, well, we'll have, you know, a day or two settling in. And then we'll, when everyone's free and everyone's sort of feeling relaxed, we'll pick up some truffles. and. Mm-hmm. Literally, they have magic truffle shops just all over the place. Mm. Um, and we went went to one of the um, the shops, and uh, they have like they have basically they have these pots of fifteen grams of truffles. Mm. Um, and initially, I'd done all my research in mushrooms because mm. um, I didn't realise there was quite a big difference. Um, and so I was talking. I've been doing all this research, and they're saying like five grams of mushrooms is like like a heroic dose like massive where the beginners should talk to like two and a half to three grams of uh, mushrooms and so when i initially was told that oh you should take you know a maximum dose of 15 grams of truffle i was like oh my god this is extreme but the lady in the shop was really really reassuring she was like no just you know these are the five different strains there's like levels one to five um she was very much like what did you want to get out of the mushrooms because the the different doses and the different strains have different effects and we were kind of like well i was like well i want more of a therapeutic kind of high more of a connection with myself my friends also wanted to see different things and there were different visual effects so um the lady in shop like well what i recommend number four then you know five is obviously quite a lot but four is you know a bit more than normal a bit more than medium but okay and we're like okay sounds great and she was like take 10 grams and then if you want to take more you feel comfortable then take the last five and so we were like brilliant so we basically went to the shop picked up this strain uh from this lady and then we decided to do them like the next day um and so yeah basically we came home and Planned the whole evening that we're going to do. So, you know, you're you're with your two friends and without going into all the detail, were they there mainly to support you on the journey or was this something that they had their own personal reasons for wanting to experience? Um, I think for them it was more just curiosity. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. um, we're all very, very close Mm -hmm. um, and we definitely, definitely got a lot closer afterwards, but... Mm -hmm um we're very close and for me it was definitely more of a i wanted sort of a therapeutic sort of connection or just because i'd read a lot about you know what you can experience and i was very curious um and my two friends were sort of curious as well but i think that i think they were thought it might be like a a cannabis high a bit more of a relaxation more of a yeah. more of a recreation just fun thing to do um and obviously they were there we all had each other we had friends my my friend who lives in Amsterdam she had friends who also knew we were doing it so mm. if anything went wrong mm. they would you know come and help us or anything so so it sounds to me like um the fact that you're there with supported with with your friends and you know, that um, you're in a place where taking truffles is legal and, you know, their friends know you're doing it, that that whole um, kind of positive community and atmosphere was 
was really key to you having the confidence to go ahead with this. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yes. I think for me, it was, um, it was also like there was a no judgment because mm -hmm. I, I knew my friends really, really well. And we were in an environment where it's a very liberal city. Mm -hmm. It's very relaxed. There was no, the fact as well that it's legal. It, mm -hmm. I think there's no kind of like stigma attached to it. It's just mm -hmm. what, you know, some people just enjoy doing. So I didn't really feel any anxiety around it or mm -hmm. felt very, very comfortable. And um, I also knew that the state and setting was an important part of it because as I said I wanted this sort of therapeutic experience and so I wanted to kind of engineer that as much as possible mm. um, so we decided to do them on the Saturday evening um, we went to went to our local park to where my friend lives because some of the other friends that my friends locals who were saying that you know you want to be around nature you want to and I was like yeah, that sounds great. It sounds, you know, very therapeutic, but not realising that how important nature would go on to be. So uh, we basically ate 10 grams of uh, these truffles at about seven o'clock, having a little picnic in the park. Um, Sorry, this is seven o'clock in the morning? In the evening. In, in the, the evening. evening. Okay, so seven o'clock in, in the evening. We're in the park. The sun's mm. going down. It's, 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 it's still quite light, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, still lit yeah, high in the sky and mm. we're just lying on the well sitting on the grass mm. with a few snacks for like you know classic picnic food yeah you, you've got the rug out the picnic basket exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah very very nice just yeah. to me and my two friends and we're just mm. sort of chatting away about life and things mm. uh and about half an hour in you start we i was very aware that we were suddenly like giggling a bit more and you know laughing a bit more and definitely a lot more relaxed kind of like a like a cannabis high but without feeling any different it was just it was evident that how we were connecting with each other was a bit more chatty and a bit more giggly um and uh yeah and so and then about an hour later we were definitely feeling like a a warmth like a, a sort of glow to ourselves um and that was really nice it was it was like a very relaxed uh and we decided to move away from we were like near sort of like a, a body of water and we wanted to move closer into the trees mainly because there were some geese there that <laughs> looked quite aggressive we were like, yes. might want to move um but yeah so we set up picnic sort of close to some trees um and my friends started like noticing that where let's say the trees were blowing in the wind there was a kind of ripple effect in the uh in the trees themselves like a like a wobbly kind of relaxed sort of yeah kind of wave to them mm. um and i i could have glimpses of this where if i concentrated a little bit more i could I could also sort of interpret what they were they were seeing as well, but I definitely felt very grounded, very like sort of safe in my own person. Um, and it was so nice just talking to my friends in a very relaxed sort of setting in the park. Um, and it, yeah, it was interesting. I feel like my two friends certainly. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say get got higher, but like got resonate or connected with it a lot more. Mm. And I later went into like researching to found that my although I've been off antidepressants, my antidepressants may have sort of sort of dulled my experience a little mm. bit. And I think it's that sort of connection thing that sort of disconnect from myself that the antidepressants have sort of exacerbated a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I found that if I sort of connected with myself sort of accepted the feeling a bit more i could experience sort of the psychedelic effects to a greater extent where my two friends were definitely they were just talking about how content they were how that 
what they were describing basically sounded like a, an ego death of sorts. Um, so we're in this park and it was, it was great. It was just watching nature. Like we just, there was such a deep connection with wanting to be surrounded by the natural world and in this park and looking at the animals and the plants and the trees. Uh, and it's about 9.30 now. And the, the, the sun is now just about dipping below the trees. And there's a, a party of sort of drunk people mm. further away. And there is, it wasn't that we were like disrupted by them, but it was a kind of like, we don't want anything to do with them. It was mm. a different vibe. It mm. was, we wanted to be around mm. nature and anything human felt very contaminated mm. very unnatural very sort of wanted to avoid that we we kept saying we felt bothered by it yes it, yes. Was, it was like a negative sort of not like a disgust but it was kind yes. of like i didn't really care for that yes so so at that point um it's about now it's starting to go dark is it as well mm, slowly yeah slowly it's starting to get dark so um and you know, I guess one of the things that interests me is, you know, you'd had these experiences before with cannabis. Now you're in this sort of happy, chilled, relaxed state with the truffles. Mm. Um, now, could are the two comparable, or is it a completely different experience at this point? It's it's funny. Like, uh, there's a there's a kind of like uh there's definitely a relaxed feeling to both mm. there's definitely a sort of happy sort of chattiness to both mm. but the deep connectedness the deep contentment the deep sort of lack of insecurity lack of judgment was like a truffle experience on its own that was very much its mm. own thing the the waviness in sort of the trees and natural things is again just a just a truffle thing, um, and and you've taken ten grams, yeah, of the fifteen of the fifteen out on an empty stomach, yeah 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 I'd say so but yeah. but you've been um, partaking of the picnic basket during this time as well ish it's funny because. Um, yeah. We we had like crisps and like cherry tomatoes and hummus and, and bread and things, but um, yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'll take. It's about nine thirty, and I was like, I'll take the the last five grams because my two friends were definitely very connected, seeing yes. a lot of sort of visuals and stuff, and I was not feeling that. So I thought, well, I'll, I'm a bigger human. I'll um, I'll take a bit more, mm. um, and they taste like like earthy walnuts it's very mm. strange taste mm. but yeah the actual food itself we um the it was funny how the crisps and the the hummus and stuff felt very man-made very mm. synthetic mm. it wouldn't wouldn't feel natural where things like the cherry tomatoes we absolutely devoured because mm. it was the natural goodness just just tasted so much better like mm. you could feel like the nutrients inside it just doing you so much good and mm. there's definitely a massive draw to to nature and mm. much more natural things when i was experiencing this this mm. truffle experience i would you it sounds like your senses as well are working slightly differently so what you're seeing or certainly what your friends were seeing mm. is slightly different they've got this sort of wavy appearance your taste ability to taste things maybe has changed hasn't mm. it or your 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 sense of the, the you know the sensual or the aesthetic value of things has changed yeah definitely it, it wasn't like a it wasn't that things tasted better or i w was better at tasting things or mm. feeling things or anything but it was just a a natural satisfaction mm. from certain things mm. and it was definitely like that vegetables were or fruit was just much more satisfying than crisps like mm. it was almost like i didn't want to eat any crisps because it just didn't appeal to me yes yeah so we're in the park it's going dark we've got this very noisy drunken mm. 
people who are just spoiling the vibe Definitely, a little bit. Yeah. So what happened next? So yeah, I was I was very aware of these uh, this quite a large group of drunk people playing loud music and stuff, mm. and I think that was stopping me connecting with the the natural natural vibe. But also it was getting quite cold now. The sun was dipping, and so we were like, and I'd just taken my last five grams, and I was. We were like, well, let's just head back to my friend's room. And we thought mm. that'd be a nice, safe place mm. um, where we can just chat and chill. Um, but we just didn't want to leave the park. Mm. <laughs> the park was just surrounded by this natural awe that we mm. were felt so compelled just to stay and just just sit and absorb it all up. But we did realise we we're getting cold, and these <laughs> these drunk folk were starting to impeach on. Our, our own little piece so we're like we're gonna have to go at some point so we might as well go now mm-hmm. and we started walking back from the park uh, and it's definitely getting darker now but the the path through the park was surrounded by trees and it was like all i could des- describe is when you hug a loved one mm-hmm. and you just feel very satisfied very safe and content and it just felt like that's what the trees were doing. They were mm. just enveloping you. Mm. And uh, although it was quite dark in, in the, the, the thicket of the trees, it was so nice just talking to my two friends and experiencing this this experience with mm. them. It was like a, something you couldn't describe. Mm. And so we're walking, walking along this path through the trees and we start getting out of the park. We start mm. hitting urbanisation again. Mm. And it was... Uh, it was, we felt bothered. We felt everything was synthetic and everything man-made was sort of, not disgusting, but just really unwanted. It was very, didn't really resonate with us at all and it felt very foreign and I couldn't help but keep thinking that we'd infected this part of nature. We just slapped our concrete buildings here and it was very much disturbing the natural balance of the world it was really strange it was very mm. it felt very hippie and i was fully aware that yeah. i was you know in a kind of hippie state but it, it, i was I resonated with that kind of mm. vibe so so strongly and eventually we we made it to my friend's apartment and the first thing we did is we closed all the doors put some candles up and just sat on our our bed and we were just sort of just talking and just embracing and we were looking out the window mm. trying to look at trees and seeing the moon and it was like yearning to to get as much nature in to our vision as we could um and the moon that night was really big and really orange and we later the next day like looked it up to make sure that we weren't just seeing this but actually the moon was like a full moon and it was i think it was a harvest moon at the mm. time and it it was just incredible that when we were sober, we would just ignore that. We just mm. wouldn't look up. We mm. just, you know, and we felt so inspired by this this moon and the and the trees, and they were still sort of waving a little bit. And uh, so my two friends decided they were going to do their their next five mm. five grams, uh, and I was like, okay, well, I want to try and. Uh, to sort of reach their level, connect with it a bit more. And um, I thought, and one of my friends was like, it could be, could be like one of those times when someone's really, really drunk and they're mm. like, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk, but you know they're really, really drunk. Yes. But they're just sort of, they're not realising, not connecting with it. Yes. Um, and I was like, that could, be, that could be the case. You know, maybe I'm expecting too much. Mm. Um so I decided, okay, well, I'll meditate. Mm. I'll meditate for like five, ten minutes just to calm myself, just accept the moment. Um, so I sat on the floor, back in, back against the wall, closed my eyes and just accepted, tried to be as present as possible, focusing on my breath. And all of a sudden I did feel like this huge kind of, rush of just satisfaction and it contentment is definitely the word it's not a it's not a like a happiness it's just a completely relaxed just 
completely safe in my own body, not not judging myself, yes. free of insecurity. And with my eyes closed, I started seeing like kaleidoscope effect, like almost like lights and lasers in my head as if my brain was just sort of relaxed and just firing away and just in a relaxed sort of wave-like motion. And I definitely connected with the, the experience a lot more after that, for yeah. sure. So it's almost like you let go of some your defences mm. and just really opened up to what was happening. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So um, we're late at night now. I yeah, guess. Yeah, about and ten o'clock now. But ten o'clock. And so, how did the evening progress? Now you're back at the flat. What's or, or were you? you know just continued chilling through the night or yeah we basically just started describing how we felt to each other the whole time mm -hmm. and it was very strange where i kind of expected us to you know take these uh, truffles and then experience different things but actually we were everything we were describing it was like we were all feeling exactly the same thing i think my two friends were ex experiencing or describing things a lot more in depth than I was. I think maybe I still wasn't quite resonating on the same level, but the minute they described something, it then became apparent to me. It was like, oh yeah, I, mm. I now notice what you're talking about. Like, mm. this is happening. I just wasn't aware of it before. Um, and I definitely think it was kind of like my inability to connect with it. It was almost like, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very strange experience. It was, mm. it was, it was definitely where I feel like these my antidepressants kind of blocked it a bit but the minute it was made aware to me i, I could unblock it i could mm. suddenly go oh yeah I, I i understand where you're coming from um and so we were just sitting in the room candles lit just on the bed mm. oh we were just talking for mm. hours mm. we were just talking about ourselves and we were just talking about how we felt and mm. how we were basically just saying like I wish other people could experience mm -hmm. this. I mm -hmm. wish that I feel like that so much of the world could be solved if we just learned to empathize with each other on this mm -hmm. level. Um, and I kept, I kept thinking like, this is what enlightenment must be like. Like I kept, I knew that I'd taken, you know, a psychedelic drug and I mm -hmm. knew that this was in chemically induced, Yes, but I kept thinking, I've experienced this for like a split second when I've been meditating before. Yes. I've I've had this feeling for like a glimmer while I've been meditating. And by and when I have that and then I suddenly think and then I the moment's ruined in my meditation. But I was fully aware that this wasn't an alien feeling. What mm. was alien about it was just the length of time and the length of depth that I was experiencing it for. Yes. And uh I kept, I was just in awe of, of, it was, it, my two friends kept saying, it's like the, the truffles are trying to tell us something. It's like mm. the pull towards nature and this inner connectedness is, is an experience that like the natural world was trying mm. to c communicate with us. Mm. And it is, uh, and it, it's hard because you, you, the rational part of your brain is going, well, this is a drug. Um, but the experience itself felt like a language had been translated to you for the first time. Yes, yeah. So it's, you know, rather than, it sounds to me like a complete contrast to what you were talking about right at the beginning when you're taking antidepressants and you're not feeling yourself. You're not feeling, mm. you know, in a kind of natural, healthy state of mind and that's kind of what prompted you to take this journey through you know trying some cannabis and then to the the magic mushrooms and truffles and here you're now talking about something which is more opening up uh a, 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 an experience or a state of being which you feel is very natural and and that is very desirable it's not that something's hallucination or some artificial um state has been no completely yeah. completely it was uh it was the first time that i felt completely myself it was very mm. strange like mm. i feel like with uh cannabis and 
I, you know, the whole, I was describing it as like self-therapy where it allows me to sort of work things out in my own, own life and explain my own negative thinking. And when I explain the negative thinking, I could sort of diminish that negative thinking where with the truffles, it was, it's almost like I didn't need to work it out. It was just a glimmer of this is what life should be like. This is what a natural you know existence is is almost why we're here um and yeah and so and it was i very much resonated with it and the more i think back on it the more i think i want to pursue things like spirituality and meditation Mm. a lot more because and it's it's strange because it was like it was like we were talking to my friends and they were like, would you ever try it again? Mm. And I was like, yeah, I would try it again, but I have no need to. Yes. It was it was very strange. It was like I felt this, but it, was, it wasn't like a, oh, it was really fun, let's do it again. It was like yes. a, I felt this and that was an experience, you know. I mean, I, th- I think that's, you know, really interesting because... You know, I guess when people are thinking about drugs, mm. they're thinking about addiction, mm. they're thinking about people becoming dependent on them. Um, it kind of reminds me of something that I, Terence McKenna said that um, about um, a particular um, psychedelic that he tried. And he said, well, yes, I'm a regular take, you know, I, I'm taking this regularly. But if I if I take it once in five years, that's enough. Oh, 100 percent. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's just his sort of sense of humor. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's almost like. If you have a look at the sort of banned substance list, there's a there's there's a set of things like mushrooms and some uh, kind of plant medicines that have been traditionally used in traditional cultures for opening people's experience up in in initiation ceremonies or Mm. in special ceremonies but they're not um addictive substances that people are taking habitually like we Mm. do with tobacco or with alcohol or whatever so you know i think your experience is really really interesting that you're coming back saying well you know it's not that i'm now Mm. having magic mushroom tea every night it's (laughs) it's that i've had this one great experience Mm. that's been positive and i may never have to do it again but Mm. it's been positive oh 100 percent it's the way i i described it is like um you have you know antidepressants and man-made drugs and it's like taking a vitamin c tablet Mm. it might have a positive effect but it's a super concentrated you know, vitamin in this case, or you have an apple where it comes with a whole host of, you know, micronutrients and a whole host of uh, like pleasurable experiences in, in the drugs case. It, f- it feels a lot more of a holistic, all-encompassing thing where, where my antidepressants felt like a, a single feeling. It was like, mm. this is what you're going to feel like the whole time mm. where, and as a result, I didn't feel very connected with myself. I felt like on a single plane, I felt like the drug was controlling just how I felt the whole time. When, if I'm honest, I I needed that. I needed that stability. I needed Mm. to be able to experience sort of a single plane to be able to disentangle my own thoughts Mm. and feelings. But the the plant-based drugs like cannabis and and, uh, truffles, for me at least, felt like a much more natural alternative state. It mm. was like, I was definitely not sober, but I definitely didn't feel like absolutely out of it or absolutely, you know, destroyed from this like, you know, feeling. But I felt like, no, this is this is the same me, just on a an alternative way of thinking, alternative way of being, very content, much more connected. It was like, all my normal feelings and thought processes were just had more depth to them, had yeah. more connectedness to them. I mean, it, it also seems that to me that you've had a very 
um, positive experience just because of who you are and the support you've had on that journey that you've really um, you've really thought and researched very carefully before taking the step to go to Amsterdam and have this truffle experience it's not an accidental experience it's it's that you really did your research you really thought about it you really waited to the right point in your journey with antidepressants and that journey and you did it at the right time and the right place and the right set and setting hmm. um but i i i you know I, I guess the concern is that um other people might have a different experience if they, you know, just, gr you know, grasped at this and did mm. it in, in an unskillful way. Um, and I wonder what your thoughts are on that. 100%. 100%. I think um, it's the same with, like, cannabis is very much sort of much more accepted drug, much mm. more. It's not a, it's a lot. It's, it's not a, a party drug. It's not a hardcore drug. It's very much a chill out, sort of relaxed kind of drug. And anyone who's taken cannabis, I can obviously resonate with that, where people who get anxious or, you know, can have like panic attacks or off these things, I feel like that's so easily induced if you went to a concert in a high, highly stressful environment, lots of different people, possibly like, hardcore tempo music mm. that would induce that kind of stress and mm. i feel like if you're on a on a drug that's all about like calm vibe and connecting with yourself then it, it fighting against that process i mm. state and setting is always really important to me i mm. uh i feel like it's like when i meditate if if you if you're not ready to resonate and connect with meditation then you're probably not going to get anything out of it. You're, you know, mm. if you're if you try to meditate on a busy bus with lots of people, I I would find it very difficult for you to be able to connect with yourself. And if anything, you'd probably be quite stressed and frustrated about it. Mm. Um, and the same with with cannabis and truffles. I uh, I could never imagine going to a party or mm. some gig or some mm. high tempo life mm. on mushrooms or truffles mm. because for me that's a stress-induced environment mm. i feel like this is a therapeutic drug this mm. is a, a drug that you need to look after yourself with and really connect with yourself mm. um if you're throwing different variables in there if you're throwing you know if you in an area let's say with lots of people that you don't really know mm. then naturally your insecurities might make you feel quite judged you mm. want to impress people you're not really being yourself because you're putting on this you know this mask of trying to impress mm. people um and i feel that conflicts massively with yes. these drugs and i think that's a really unhealthy and unsafe environment to be in yeah and and i guess you know in the current environment in this country where these drugs are you know, illegal and, you know, slightly underground and um, people aren't really, don't have a culture or a kind of a, a support system to be guided into, you know, knowing who should, you know, be taking this particular drug at this particular time and how can they be supported and helped and how can it help them as a positive experience and who should avoid taking it. all that is kind of clouded by the fact that we've just kind of put a, a veil over the whole thing. Whereas, you know, you went over to Amsterdam and all of a sudden you're, you know, you're kind of receiving support and advice mm. and there's an open conversation about what, what these um, drugs could be sh and should be used for. Um, it's, it seems to me like um, there's, the, the uncertainty and nervousness around the drugs may be, may be created in countries where they've been banned altogether. Oh, couldn't agree with that more. Like, particularly with cannabis in Amsterdam, where it's so socially accepted mm. and it happens all the time, I felt 
10 times more relaxed. I felt 10 times more just sort of chilled out about the whole experience mm. because I wasn't concerned. I wasn't anxious about the fact that, it, you know, it's frowned upon and illegal. Mm. Um, and I, I even think it's really important where I was in the time of my life where I've dealt with a lot of depression and I'm definitely so much better than I've ever been before mm. where I think if I let's say tried truffles like a couple of years ago when I was in the thick of my depression and negative thinking my warped perception of myself mm. could have brought out some terrible things that yes. I feel like my consciousness and who I believe I am was very different at the time this conflicting sort of sort of connectedness with this uh this truffles and psychedelic to my own connection with myself by my altered state of depression would have clashed horribly i think you have to be receptive you have to be a lot more content and i would definitely definitely say to someone thinking about doing this kind of thing take it with a pinch of salt because you need to learn who you are first and discover a bit more about yourself so that you're much more accepting of these changes of stock because I um, state because I know that with my particularly with my depression I I felt I like I viewed the world with negative goggles mm -hmm. someone could say something really positive to me mm. like oh you uh, did really well in that job interview mm. and the first thing I think would be you're just saying that you're just saying that because mm. you're being polite you mm you're only saying that because you want to be a nice guy and it's yeah. actually selfish from your point of view because yes. you want to come across a certain way. Yes. And that's just your depression talking. Yes. And now, if I was on a psycholo psychological drug that, you know, enhanced my own connection with myself and my own relationship with myself is quite negative, I would very much worry about what might come to the fore. Yes. I mean, it seems to me that um, there needs to be a lot lot more kind of research and openness uh, in kind of using these drugs. And I, 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 I know um, certainly in the States with um, the organization MAPS and so on that's doing research in how PTSD could be treated using, you know, uh, various... Uh, psychedelic drugs and and having a lot of success they you know they're coming up with a a training system for therapists and a protocol for for doing this in a safe setting and a way of screening people and so on that um you know is um kind of moving everything into the most positive direction possible rather than just putting it underground so people have to self-medicate you know it seems mm. to me that 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 route um um needs to be explored much more fully um because it's you know it's clear that people are getting benefits in the best possible case and and it seems from your story you know your your story of going to amsterdam is kind of a beautiful story really of the you know the journey you had with your friends the 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 journey you've had um through your depression through various explorations uh right to this very positive experience in amsterdam uh it seems to me like it's the best possible s narrative and story that you've you've managed to you find your yourself in you know but um uh perhaps in general people would need a lot more support to be sure to get that positivity out of the experience 100 percent. i uh it's fascinating how I look back on the experience and all I can feel is gratitude. I'm just so grateful because I think I've come a long, long way. And if if people knew me, I mean, obviously a lot of people knew me before university. and But even like two years ago, I am an incredibly different person. Like I, I had this sort of expectation of myself and I had sort of, this I don't know it's hard to describe I'm all my kickboxing and I felt like I had to be a certain person and I was wrapped in anger the whole time I was like torturously angry all the time and I definitely came across as quite 
standoffish and quite hostile in certain areas but i've i've changed in such a way and i almost feel like the the truffle experience is very very much sealed the new me in a much better light and my relationship with myself is much better and now all i want to do is help others all i care about mm. is and it's not that i'm i've changed in such a way that i'm completely different mm. is like for example i still love kickboxing like mm. i love fighting and mm. i still have this massive aggression to get in there and mm. fight people but mm. it's now it's no longer for other people it's now because mm. i love the sport and mm. i love you know, and I've discovered Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I've, my, my mental state with how I interact with the world is so much different. And I feel like I can be this goofball, I can be this athlete, I can be this passionate person mm. without fear of judgment because now the only person whose judgment I really care about is myself. Mm. Like I, mm. I initially thought I was really selfish for doing this, but actually I realised that by loving yourself a lot more you can give love to other people yes. 10 times more yeah. and this the truffle experience kind of just told me that i'm doing the right thing <laughs> yeah yeah well that that's uh great thank you very much for sharing um that story with us uh connor and <laughs> no worries. Uh, um we'll end it there for now well thank you very much steve i really really appreciate it great interview thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of Brain Dump. Uh, just a little note. So the the guy I mentioned in the beginning uh, called Mike is actually called Mike Hart, and he's a cannabis research scientist. Um, so yeah, take everything here with a pinch of salt. Everyone's different, and I wouldn't, you know, use the I wouldn't replace your medication with anything without asking your GP first. Um, but yeah, so next week we have Anastasia on talking about sustainability and meditation. What a combo. Uh, and then we also might have Gunnar Nelson on, the uh, UFC fighter. So if you're UFC inclined, maybe uh, shoot me up some questions you'd love to ask him. Uh, but yeah, see you next time. Bye.